0: Nobody's going to want to hear this, but what was anyone expecting under those circumstances? Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of penguins and pirates right where you found this. The Steelers lost to the Chargers last night by an incredible score of 41-37. to They roared back from 17 points down for what would have been the greatest comeback in the history of the Steelers. And they ended up losing it. On a big play in which a bunch of backups were on the field. Guys who had absolutely no business participating in an NFL game in anything other than a special teams role. And and they fell short. And then they got the ball back. And then they got the ball back. And... Joe Haig, who has really, in ways, been a godsend because of his versatility, being able to play both tackle positions and then slide inside to guard. And guard was the least of his positions, and he has to go to guard because Kevin Dotson gets put on the IR. And he gets totally cleaned by Joey Bosa. Ben gets sacked twice, and it's it's game over. And you're looking to get mad at somebody and you're looking to get you know disappointed and and embittered and angry and fire this person and get rid of that guy and oh by the way devin bush stinks which he does but really that's not that's not what that was about that game was about an Unbelievable, unimaginable, huge performance by Cam Hayward, Deontay Johnson, and a handful of other guys to somehow stay in that. I'm not letting anyone off the hook, and I'm not going to give a break to either coordinator, because... It's Mike Tomlin himself who says that, you know, standard is the standard. And these guys, even though nobody actually believes that, that's their own bar. And they obviously fell miles short of it. And there absolutely were schematic things that could have been done better. Offensively, from the imagination standpoint, defensively spying on Justin Herbert, not allowing him to run like crazy. That's all there. If you want to find something, you will. But if you want to look at it from the standpoint that they were this close to pulling off the greatest rally in franchise history, and apparently, very apparently, never gave even a cursory thought to quitting. Look. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be that guy for you today. I'm not going to be that guy who you're mad about something, you're going to come here and you're going to expect some kind of ah, this and that and get rid of this guy and whatever. I can't, not after that. Not after that. Maybe from a broader standpoint, maybe a body of work, maybe if you want to go really macro and talk about you know what went into putting together this offensive line in the first place and why did they let Matt Filer get away when even Cam Hayward said publicly last week that he sure wished they would have found a way to keep Filer those are those are le- legit topics those are legitimate points of criticism this portion of daily shot of steelers is brought to you by Point Park University, choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Learn more about all of this at pointpark.edu. I'm not... I'm not looking at this as if, yay, the team really showed us how tough and resilient they are and moral victory or anything like that. Every other team in the AFC North won. The Steelers needed to win, too. And there were ways that they could have won, not just there at the end. They could have been better in some facets. But I am backing off. I am backing way off. Out of respect for what the great number 97 did on defense, you understand that this one man has been left to be a one man defensive line all season long. Tyson Alualu went down early, Stefan Tuitz has been nowhere to be found. It's just been him. And now, on top of all that, you take out every other star or former star on that defense. T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden, gone, all of them, just like that. And then you factor in that Bush, have I mentioned this already, stinks, that Terrell Edmonds didn't play a very good game. He also is a first-round pick. Joe Schobert. don't. I, I'll veer way off course here if I start talking about the inside linebackers. Either of them. But there's 97 with double teams, triple teams at times. Triple Getting through, getting after the quarterback, defending passes, taking him down, causing the interception there at the end. This is this is a player who I often describe as being underappreciated in Pittsburgh. He's now officially underappreciated everywhere because this is one of the very best players in football. And this is one of the very best defensive linemen this franchise has ever employed. And for him to go out on that field and to do what he did and almost single-handedly with nothing around him wreck that team while they were still able to put forth 533 yards of offense against them I'm not, I'm not going to pile on. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I saw enough from this group to make me feel pretty lousy for having buried them after the tie with the Lions. That's what I will say. Because if they can persist... In a setting like that, they're going to persist in this season within this mediocre division, within this mediocre conference. And they're going to stay in this. They're going to find a way. And I believe that in large part because very clearly Cam Hayward believes it. When we come back, just one question. for the past 15 years and yes that is a real thing the super lawyer designation is reserved for the top five percent of all attorneys in pennsylvania learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454 and our j1q comes from frank and uh it's pretty frank as a matter of fact what the hell was that last play Well, Frank, we always remember the last bad thing that we saw in a loss, and that was the last bad thing that we saw. It was supposed to be clearly a hook and ladder. Ray Ray was coming up behind James Washington. It didn't connect. It was a fourth and 29. Wait, no, there was an additional penalty, if memory serves. Yes, it became a fourth and 32. Uh, It wasn't going to happen. It's not at all relevant to the Steelers losing the game. I mean, I I guess it's somewhat relevant. But I, I can't state this strongly enough. Attempting to pick apart individual components with one exception for criticism is going to miss the point. The one exception is the obvious, and that's the big play that Norwood and Sutton and everybody else got beat on. That's your classic case right there for standard is the standard. All the players are supposed to know what to do in every situation. That's why they're all in the classroom settings together. That's why they're all studying the same playbook, getting the same instruction getting the same reinforcements. What they don't get are the same reps. And as a result, what they can't develop are the same instincts. If Minka Fitzpatrick is on the field, there's an excellent chance that doesn't happen. That's not to say that Minka is some football god or anything. Minka might have been able to sniff out what was happening even before anything had developed and say, hey, you do this, or you do that in this event. That's part of what a safety does. It's part of what Minka does and does pretty well. It's not just a matter of who would have been back on coverage. That's the one thing that I can look at from this game and say, all right, well, here's the one big turning point. The Steelers had a lead. They had gotten stops. They had forced turnovers. It was not unthinkable that they could have gotten one more, and they didn't. That's the the main thing. But still in all, if you're looking at everything that occurred and who all these people were on the field in the fourth quarter, they're people that you wouldn't have known if you were watching of the fourth quarter of a preseason game, the Carolina game. That's who some of these guys were. And the Chargers and Herbert specifically did what they should have against them. They should have put up those kinds of numbers. What shouldn't have happened from the Los Angeles perspective is the other team having had any prayer to win that game. But the other team did have that. The other team busted its rear end to make sure that it did. And if you want to, you know, go ahead and slam your forehead against a cement wall over this all day, I couldn't or wouldn't stop you. But I do feel at the risk of repeating from the opening segment here that it's worth appreciating what Cam did. It's worth appreciating what Najee Harris did before he was the victim of a grisly cheap shot. How does that not get a flag? How does everybody miss that? And then don't forget about the 39-year-old Canton-bound franchise quarterback who didn't practice at all all week, looked a little bit rusty, in the early going, and then ended up being his very best self in the second half, once he got going. Um, I, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Like I said, I, I'm I'm going to retract my stuff from the Lions game. I don't believe this team is heading toward any kind of Super Bowl or anything like that. I haven't been lobotomized, but I... I see a drive here among this team's most important players to make something out of 2021. And I look across this division and watch the Browns barely beat the Lions. I watched the Ravens need unbelievable luck at the end, to squeak one out against the Bears. I see the Bills, who were supposed to be, you know, the AFC nor- or the AFC's next big thing. And they got stomped again. Even the Chiefs, I mean, they, they won and everything, but they, they don't look the same. They don't look the same. This football team the Steelers are behaving as if they don't care about that. They don't care what the rest of the division in the conference looks like. They think they can be in it. There's no way you put out like that if you don't believe that all the way deep down. They think they can be in it. So when... Minka and T.J. Watt and Joe Hayden and everybody else maybe eventually, someday, comes back. They can have a defense that isn't a complete train wreck like this. And they can not give up 533 yards. And they can make Cam's effort one that comes as part of a victory as, as opposed to as opposed to this it's a it's a strange season huh like really strange hard to make anything of it but i know this much i'm not making i'm not making that into a negative i'm just not doing it i appreciate the question i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of steelers we'll do another one of these tomorrow and no i'm not going to change my mind about this